Uh, welcome to another week. It's 99.7 DJX, the Ben Davis and Kelly K show. Good morning there, Kelly K. Hello. Hi there. Uh, so I didn't realize um, I, until I was watching some football last night that the Golden Globes were on last night. And uh, so I just wound up uh, watching some of the Golden Globes. Uh, the first of bringing together of Hollywood to celebrate each other in the movies and TV shows that they make. Uh, was it magical? Uh, it was hosted by Joe Coy, who we've had him on the show before. He's a very funny comedian. Um, but apparently, and, and and my daughter who was watching it is, uh, alongside me, she was like, he is not very good. Uh, and uh, some of his jokes just seem to fall a little flat, especially on the monologue. The key moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite, and flat feet. Or what casting directors call character actor. <laughs> Yo, I got the gig ten days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up. <laughs> wow. You're kidding me, right? Wow. Slow down. I wrote some of these, and they're the ones you're laughing at. Look. I mean, he was... He was, oh, no. He, he was, was attacking already. He, he like, was. jumped into Ricky Gervais mode. <laughs> but I'll tell you, Ricky Gervais, I remember when he hosted it, he had a beer up on stage with yes. him. And he, he was... He was full throttle from the beginning. He's like, this yes. is the last time I'm doing this. I don't care. Yes. He <laughs> I'm throwing it out the window. He was firing shots from the get-go, and he yes, didn't he even was. care. But, but they just, were good shots. But, they were really good shots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it and, was perfect. And the difference between Ricky Gervais and Joe Coy. Joe Coy did care, and Ricky Gervais yeah. just did not. Nope. Uh, which which is ironic because uh, Ricky Gervais actually won the first Golden Globe uh, or a, a new category of stand-up comedians. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, and 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 he actually won, um, but he wasn't did there. Did he win it for last Golden Globes appearance? Because he should have. Uh, <laughs> right? No, he, he won it for his Netflix special. But, oh, gotcha. uh, Yeah, so he did win that, but he wasn't there to accept the award. Um, Why so, would he go? Like Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, Oppenheimer. I don't know if you saw that. Oppenheimer, the big winner at we the Golden Globes. We did watch the break, yeah. Yeah, uh, took home five, including best motion, motion picture, uh, drama, and best male actor in a motion picture. That would be for, uh, Killian Murphy. And, uh, so yeah, so that was, uh, that was pretty cool. And he, uh, he did get a Taylor Swift joke in. And she was in attendance, by the way. Yeah. Welcome back. And as you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to here. Sorry about that. Yeah, so the camera did cut to Taylor, who who either, okay, and, and th- this turned into like a, a huge deal. Like people, obviously the internet was like blowing up about this. But anyways, it, what it looked like is it looked like either she was in on the joke in that she was just kind of watching him and just kind of like, like a like a just a simple glare. You know what I mean? Uh, uh-huh. and, and while taking a sip of her champagne. The other thing that I was thinking is she didn't catch the joke. Like it's, it's, it's there, it's noisy. And, and a lot of times people don't know when they're back from commercial and stuff like that. And so she didn't catch the joke anyways. Uh, so, so that was yet another like uh swing and a miss for Joe Coy. I don't think he's (laughs) going to be asked back next year is what we're thinking. But he said he got the gig 10 days ago. And if that is actually the case, it's like, what are you doing? Hiring someone to Host an award show for Hollywood 10 days before they have to do it. Especially if they're responsible for coming up a lot of with. Yeah, with a lot of the jokes. Yes. Uh, uh, Succession was the huge TV winner on the Golden Globes, which 
Um, again, I famously watched all of season three before ever having watched fam- uh, season one or two. Interesting choice. Yeah, well, I didn't know it. I was on a, a, a international flight, and I just oh. saw Succession. I was like, oh, okay, I've heard about this. Let's do it. And then and I'm like... pick a random season for you to start with? I, it, it just gave me season three. I didn't know it was season three, so I'm I'm watching it. I'm going, okay, there seems like... Uh, we should know some backstory to this that we don't. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe it'll reveal it later and all that stuff. And so when I, we get home, I'm telling my wife about it. I'm like, Hey, uh, so I watched succession. It's pretty cool. We ought to watch, we ought to start watching. I'd watch it again. And so season one, episode one, I'm like, this isn't what I watched. This is not what I thought. <laughs> this isn't what I watched at all. I'm like, wow, this makes a lot more sense because Wait, it's actually. Did it catch you up? Yes, a it, bit? it did. It caught me okay, up. But yeah, right. that, that won, uh, best TV drama. And then, uh, several of the actors took home awards for their work on it. And, uh, the bear, which you know, the bear now because of Jeremy Allen White's Calvin Klein uh, commercial. Yeah, maybe that commercial will introduce people to his work. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, that one best TV musical or comedy. So anyways, I, I know you don't care a whole lot about award shows and things like that, but there were some uh, moments from last night's Golden Globes, which again, uh, even at Joe Coy's admission, it came after a football doubleheader, which I'm just sitting there watching football, and I'm all, all of a sudden like, oh, all right. Wow. Golden Let's Globes. hand out some awards to <laughs> yeah, the actors. Say, all right. Well, here we are. Golden Globes. All right. So we got a lot of stuff to get to here this morning. Um, in this hour, we'll do some jokes. Setting the bar stories. Be thinking about where you were caught naked. Okay. Oh, my. And a feel-good story on the way next. A tiny town in Illinois rallied to save their only grocery store. It's Jack Harlow on 9970JX. We got a text from Holly that says, can't help but make chicken noises during that song. Sorry. Yeah, that's my fault. Uh, that's that's because of this. Sorry, you can't unhear that. Yeah, really can't. That's, that's Kelly K. You really can't. All right, it's 9970JX, Ben Davis, Kelly K Show. Feel good. Do this every hour throughout the morning. So Sheffield, Illinois is about a few hours west of Chicago. Population 821. Okay. No stoplights, one grocery store. The Royal Supermart was opened in 1940 by a guy named Cliff, taken over by his son John in the 1980s. But a few years ago, John wanted to retire. Mm -hmm. That would mean closing the only grocery store in town. Panic spread quickly. Elizabeth is a nurse who runs a nonprofit. She offered to buy the store if she could raise enough money. Oh. So far, over $532,000 of the $545,000 goal has been raised. Okay. She was able to make renovations. She made it more energy efficient and secure access to fresh meat and produce. The store is open. If the grocery store goes away and the hardware store goes away and the boutiques and all the other, other businesses go away, then... A lot of people are left convenience store shopping for their main source of food, and that just it doesn't sit right with me. It's exhausting, but it's definitely super joyful, and I think only things that are exhausting first bring that kind of deep joy. Mm. Yeah, isn't that amazing? So, you know, the community rallied behind and said, yep, I'll help pay for it. So they all kind of have like a sense of ownership of the store because they all helped keep it open. Yeah. So pretty great story. You can see it at WDJX.com. I feel for you if you are headed to the airport to uh, take a flight somewhere because um, (laughs) I don't know if you probably couldn't escape the video of the Alaskan Airlines flight that had to make an alert emergency landing in Portland, Oregon. Oh gosh. Because a door plug blew off in mid-flight. Wow. Yeah, and what is wild about the entire video that there were several videos taken from inside the airplane from just passengers and stuff like that. So anything that wasn't kind of like strapped down uh blew out the hole in the side of the airplane. You know, oh they're 400 gosh. feet up in the or not not 400 feet. They're they're quite it's a like 35 minutes after takeoff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so maybe they were 400 feet. I mean, they they weren't up very very high, but still um 
it uh, it blew off, and and everybody is so calm. They're wearing their you know masks that fell from you know their, their little compartments up ahead, up above, yeah. and um, you know everybody's just kind of chilling out. But and, I mean, this is crazy because like a child had to be held down in a seat by a mom. Like it, it was powerful how quickly everything was getting sucked out. Well, yeah, they were saying pretty much if it wasn't strapped down, it was out the window. And yes. that's one of those things but where... That could mean children, small well, children. that's why they're like, when you hear the announcements, hey, if you're not going to the restroom, make sure you keep your seatbelt fastened. Yes. That's why you do it. In case there's a hole in the plane. There was a really loud bang towards the left rear of the plane and a whooshy noise and all the air masks dropped. And they said there was a kid in that row who his shirt was sucked off him and out of the plane. Mm. Oh, my gosh. And his mother was holding on to him to make sure he didn't go with it. It was about as wide as a refrigerator and about as high as two-thirds of a refrigerator in height. Just kind of sit there. It's not anything I have any control over. And it's just wait and see what happens. Yeah, it's just kind of wait, oh, and, see wait happens. and see what happens. Yeah, you oh, can... my gosh. Like, I, I am shocked that people were, it wasn't pandemonium and people screaming and crying thinking they're all going to die. Right, right. That's um, crazy. You, you know, you can hear the uh, call from the flight attendant back to the airport. Yeah, scary, scary situation. Yeah. Um, they, wow. They did. Alaskan Airlines did uh, ground all of those um, uh, planes just to inspect the hundred. Let's tighten the all Bo- the nuts and bolts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the Boeing planes. They were all grounded following. Uh, that incident and uh, and up until about five hours ago, they were still looking for the door. Oh wow! That blew off, and and they ended up finding it in a Portland teacher's backyard. The guy's wow. name was Bob. Bob found this. He took a picture. Um, I can just see the uh, outside of the door plug from the pictures. The white portions. We can't see anything else. Uh, but we're going to go pick that up uh, and make sure that we begin analyzing it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. We're uh, going to go pick it up from Bob. Yeah, yeah. Bob's got the door that we were missing. And what's wild is uh, people are like, yeah, I found an iPhone on the side of the road, still in airplane mode with half a battery and open to baggage claim for Alaskan Airlines. Uh, flight ASA 1282. It survived a 16,000-foot drop. Wow. Perfectly intact. Did it have a case on it? Because that that manufacturer of the case needs to make that an immediate commercial. Yes, it had a case on it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, still, still probably uh, in, outer box. I'm in, guessing in working condition. Um, but yeah, that was, I mean, that is just bizarre. So again, uh, one of those moments where you're just like, <laughs> and 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 the fact that no one on the flight, all the videos that you've seen, no one on the flight is. Freaking out or going crazy because I guess they're just That's like amazing. Oh, we, we, what are we gonna do? <laughs> I mean, like, like, well, but still, in in any most other you know situation, emergency situations on a plane, it's natural to panic. Mm-hmm, right. So I'm I'm really kudos to them for not. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyways, that uh, kind of a scary situation. Everybody on board, no one was hurt. So that is uh, that is fantastic news and. Uh, again, like I said, uh, Boeing grounded all of those uh, a- airplanes just to let's just double check. Yeah, inspect that missing door plug or the or the door plugs that they use um, that was blown off. So anyway, scary situation. Uh, we've tweeted out some of the inform- uh, some of the videos and stuff like that that you can see at Ben and Kelly Show. All right, coming up next, we shift gears and we toss jokes back and forth. Not laughing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point. That, you're right. That is the whole Trying point. To, I mean, hopefully you're giggling at least in uh, y- your car. Yeah, yeah. We would like to think that. Yeah? Yeah, I can remember 2023 like it was last week. Good one. Thank you. Good start. Thank Good you. start. Thank you. I do have a couple Christmas holdovers uh, <sighs> for his Christmas present. Took my hubby to an orchard, stood there looking at the trees for a half hour. Mm. Not the Apple Watch he was expecting, apparently. Ooh. You know, my New Year's resolution is to be less condescending to people. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Kelly, that means to talk down to someone. Need to work on that a little bit. Mm. Still need to work on that. Mm. Hey, Ben. Mm-hmm. 
Tried shipping a Bon Jovi album to my cousin for Christmas, but it hasn't been delivered. Okay. Tracking report keeps saying, oh, it's halfway there. Okay. You know, Kelly, did you know after all these years, the swimming pool on the Titanic is still filled with water? Really? Too soon? Maybe too soon. Mm. Maybe too soon. Hey, Ben. Uh Uh-huh. A Roman walks into a bar. Holds up two fingers and says, I'll have five beers. Okay. Hold up two fingers in a V. What does that make? Oh, a Roman, Roman numeral. numeral. Oh, gosh, you're doing... For five. Man, you're doing visual... Math jokes, follow me, follow you're, me. You're doing visual jokes on visual, the radio. Ma- well, I like that. It. Everyone can, can hold up their two fingers and it makes a V. Hey, Kelly, a turtle is crossing the road when he's yeah. mugged by two snails. Oh, no. No. Yeah, when the police show up, they ask him what happened. The shaken turtle says, I don't know. It all happened so fast. Right. Snails and turtles aren't known for being fast. That's right. It's a good one. Hey, Ben. Yeah. I've decided that from January 1st, I'm only going to be watching videos in 1080p or higher. Okay. It's my New Year's resolution. Good. Good. Uh, Kelly, I don't know if you knew this, but I got a part-time job as a train conductor. Did you? Yeah, my boss yelled at me the other day. You've got to be the worst train driver in history. Yeah. How many trains did you derail last year? I was like, can't be sure. It's hard to keep track. Hard to keep track. Wink, wink. Maybe you should stick to radio. Maybe. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Last week I was bored, so I decided to swap around the labels on the spice rack. Mm Mm-hmm. So far, my hubby hasn't noticed. You know, he's the cook in the family. Yeah. Mark my words, though. The time is cumin. Ah. Culinary jokes. Yes. You know, my wife recently asked me, did you marry me because my father died and left me a fortune? I said, honey, of course not. I would have married you no matter who left you the money. Hashtag true love. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Ben, I think my phone is broken. Press the home button. Still at work. Mm. You know, my wife said I looked like a Greek god. Uh-huh. Yep. Actual words were put your clothes on. We're in a museum, but, you know, I knew what she meant. Yeah, thousand percent. It's probably what she meant. Hey, Ben. Uh-huh. Guy asked his phone, Siri, why am I so bad with women? Yeah? She said, I'm Alexa, you moron. So bad with women. Oh, wait Check a second. It out. Wait, wow. wait. Siri responded. There's lots of answers. We'll go down those those answers later, but... Hey, Kelly. Yes? You know a colon can completely change the meaning of a sentence. Okay, got it. For yes. example, Jane ate her friend's sandwich. Or Jane ate her friend's colon. Different. It does change the meaning. It does change the meaning of a sentence, doesn't it? It does. It does. Hey, Ben, this one's from Missy. I farted on my wallet. Now I have gas money. <laughs> that is just dumb. <laughs> no, it's funny. That is, that is just That's dumb. That's funny. She knew it would take you down. Missy. She knew it. She knew it. She knows us. That's not even fair. <laughs> All right, there you are. You laugh, you lose. The trophy goes to Kelly. It's dumb enough to be funny. <laughs> Done. That is our show in a nutshell. <laughs> On 99.7 DJX. Coming up on the Ben Davis and Kelly K Show. Be thinking about where you were caught naked. Okay? And I'm assuming you mean outside of your house. I mean, I guess. Yes. Sure. sure. Um, But most people have this little voice in their head that tells them whether or not they should actually do what they're about to do. Okay. Uh, George clearly didn't. And Got that's it. why he's the subject in our setting the bar story. You're are, making it. Are the two related? Yes, exactly. All right. That is on the way in just a few on 9970JX. All right. It's setting the bar time. Kelly, these are what? Examples of what not to do or situations we hope you don't find yourself in. Look, most people have this little voice in their head that tells them right from wrong, right? Yes. Most of us do. Uh, George did not. If you can manage to make it through the day without stripping naked and doing a cannonball in the Bass Pro fishing tank, then you're oh, doing okay. I mean, in in theory, that sounds fun, right? But these are things that we think about but don't do. So this isn't the first time someone has done this, right? 
And I'm sure that you've seen the memes of a naked man swimming in the completely see-through fishing tank there in the Bass Pro Shop in Alabama. But last Thursday, 42-year-old George uh, got into an accident into uh, when he crashed his pole into uh, or crashed his car into a pole <laughs> in the parking lot. Oh, God. At the Bass Pro Shop, then decided to get out of his car, oh. strip off all his clothes, run into the store, do a cannonball into the aquarium. Logical next step. Yep. Uh, later, walked over, stood under a waterfall. He did lose consciousness a little bit when he tried to get out of the um, aquarium, which is uh, at least probably 15 feet up in the air, and he just kind of slipped and fell. And so... Um, yeah, uh, shoppers were a bit taken aback. They were probably shocked a little. It's not something you see every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see some fun stuff at the Bass Pro Shop, but that's not one of them, typically. <laughs> you do, typically don't see a naked man swimming in the pool. Nope. In the, uh, in the old aquarium there. But... Hey, I, I didn't know they had mermen at the Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> right, right. I mean, the memes that have been going around. Oh, for sure. This This weekend about this guy from... Uh, the, the if if you're a fan of the old sitcom Seinfeld, there's a yeah. famous famous episode in which George Costanza uh, gets caught skinny dipping, and he is yelling to the woman who caught him, "It shrinks! It shrinks!" <laughs> the footage though is pretty amazing. Just like the still shot that I'm looking at is just like. It's kind of iconic. Uh, <laughs> it looks I like mean, it's artwork. It does. It does look like a painting of someone's like interpretation of uh, my trip to Bass Pro Shop. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. So, again, setting oh. the bar, if you can manage to make it through the day without stripping naked and doing a cannonball in the Bass Pro fishing tank, you're doing okay. He oh, was uh, evaluated at a hospital for mental issues and then booked into jail. Uh, but yeah, unclear yeah, right now. led to that, sure. Yeah, yeah, unclear right now whether he was on something or, or you know, something else uh, was happening in uh, old George's life. But yeah. Um, this yeah. is going to be a story, though, he might tell at parties. I don't think he's he going invited. to have to bring it up. I think other people <laughs> yeah. will probably be the first to bring it up. Maybe not. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, oh boy. I, I don't want to get into a conversation about when you purposefully took all your clothes off and tried to do something. Uh, but I want to get into a conversation of where were you caught naked? Like You know what? Maybe George got confused and thought he was home and just wanted to take a shower. Or jump in as like, oh, I got a pool with fish. Maybe I'll jump in it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, (laughs) Maybe, I say as I shake my head no. Uh Uh, But yeah, 502-795-1997. We'll take your stories on the way, uh, including a message that we already got from a listener from a handyman. Oh, okay. (laughs) Accident. Uh, We just talked about this dude who got caught taking a little skinny dip there in the Bass Pro Shop uh, Aquarium and asked, uh, where were you caught naked? Was it an accident? Was it a bet, a dare? Um, uh, There was this TikTok that went viral uh, a couple years ago. It was kind of funny. A couple, uh, a a husband and wife, and the wife was like, uh, you know, they have like frosted glass window in their second floor bathroom right uh-huh. and it's in the shower in in the bathtub area so she was like one time she was like hey um you know it's frosted glass but will you do me a favor and i want to know what you can actually see from the outside so when it got dark uh she had her husband go upstairs to the second floor bathroom and act like he was taking a shower. I felt like people could see me even though it's frosted glass. So I asked my husband to pretend he's showering so I could see. Yeah, and so she's so she's laughing because 
you can pretty much see the entire silhouette of a of a person. Oh boy! <laughs> and, and so she was like, "I found out I was the naked person in our neighborhood." And that is hell. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Right, <laughs> right. I uh, got another message from a listener. I was doing a Zoom meeting with a coworker, and his wife walked by in the background, fully naked, twice. <gasps> I don't think she realized her husband's camera was on or that she was in view. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I will say I've been on uh, Zoom calls or, or you know, those, those video calls and have had to, like, turn off the camera and go... Like, like, turn off camera, turn off mic, and I go, know, I'm on! <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you have yeah. got to put clothes on. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I remember I got caught, uh, going down the stairs in my house and, uh, realizing that, uh, like an Amazon delivery driver was, uh, coming up and to the, porch uh either that or it was uh like a ups driver or fedex or someone someone was delivering a package and i was coming down at the mm-hmm. exact moment that they were dropping the package off uh they could see me i could it's see them and it was like oh hello i mean i was in my house i was in oh, my house no. i know but then you know when you have a glass door a storm door and it's open yeah. 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 Things like that can happen. Uh, another message. I work as a handyman. I uh, went to a house to install some smoke detectors in bedrooms. I arrive. A uh, woman lets me in and I tell her that I'm going to be entering all the bedrooms. And I asked her if anyone else was home. She says, no. First bedroom I enter, naked dude sleeping on the bed. Ooh. On my way out, I... <laughs> By the way, you do have someone here. I'm not I, sure if you knew. I know. <laughs> I, I, I asked why she told me no one was in the house, and she apparently, quote, forgot about the sleeping naked dude. Oops. <laughs> Oopsies. Oh, shoot. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, another uh, message. Uh, working in hotels, you see a lot of people naked. From your perspective, it's accidental. From theirs, a lot of time, it's deliberate. And uh, she said most of them tend to be the standard, quote, woman orders room service and is naked when you go to deliver it as a fun prank. Wow. Yeah. Or, okay. Or the customer wakes up to go to the restroom in the early hours of the morning, too sleepy or drunk to realize that they used the wrong door and are now in the hallway rather <gasps> than the restroom. Oh, no, 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 no. Has to go to the front desk to get someone oh, to let them back into their oh, room. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> Didn't you have a story similar to that? I want to say that I remember you saying the story something like that. Uh, Where you got locked out like, of a hotel room. Maybe I wasn't naked. Oh, okay. All right. Well, never mind then. <laughs> you're so disappointed. Like your story sucks now. You're not naked. <laughs> have you ever heard of embellishing? <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, so there you go. If you got any more that you want to um, add into the mix, we'd love to hear them. 502-795-1997. Ben and Kelly, good morning. 99.7 DJX. And after lots of hints and rumors, it is now confirmed that Ariana Grande is going to be releasing new music called Yes and Question Mark Friday. So, okay, there it is. Yeah, first time since Positions was released four years ago. So uh, some new music from Ariana Grande. Now, remember, she took a break a lot for a majority of that time because she was doing Wicked. And then the whole writer's strike and everything happened. And so that, I think, played some role in it. But yeah, I mean, she took a break and she was doing some stuff in her personal life. And, you know, (laughs) stuff was going on. Yeah, some stuff was going on. And, you know, now she's now she's back. So anyways, uh, Friday, be listening for new Ariana on 99.7DJX. When you need advice, come to Ben and Kelly. It's group therapy on 99.7DJX. Hey, Ben and Kelly, was hoping to toss this out to your listeners to get opinions on what they think might be going on here. Okay. I've always been a healthy-looking gal, but it wasn't until recently that healthy wasn't good enough for my husband. Mm. He recently changed jobs, and ever since, our relationship has kind of been, well, downhill. Mm. We've always been semi-active people, but he's taken his appearance to a whole new level. I barely see him anymore because he's working out 50% of the time he's not working. Mm. 
He's actually been quite pushy for me to start working at it, too, and will make comments like, we need a dress for success. I just tried to ignore rude comments. To be honest, it really hurts. He's not as attracted to me now. But what do you guys do in my situation? Do I tell him how hurt I felt? Do I suck it up and try to join him at the gym, which I literally loathe? Mm. Should I be worried he's cheating? I just don't know if I'm reading too much into it, or am I losing him? Oh. Thanks for any help you can give me. Oh, wow. That is, okay. Uh, that is a difficult thing to be in. Like, especially, you know, if he is in a, you know, it's not the same job that you are familiar with. There, maybe the you. People that you're familiar with. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe you knew the people at his last job. He got, gets a new job and you, and you haven't met those people yet, you know, and. Uh, all of a sudden, he's working out now. You know, it's the change of a new year, so maybe that has something to do with it, too. Um, but then, yeah, I guess that can kind of... But but he is saying, hey, let's... Do, isn't he saying, let's do it together? Is it, He it, is. He's trying to encourage her to join him. Right. So, but and she's just... Uh, maybe just assuming that he thinks she's not attractive anymore. Mm. And that can be, you know hurtful when you feel like your partner's losing interest okay um is is there a scenario where okay i i guess the the first thing i'm not thinking i don't think he's necessarily quote cheating because i know that that was a thing that was thrown out there where it's like you know all of a sudden is it he's in a new job and he starts working out and is it a new person at the job that he's doing it for? That's inspiring him, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. Caitlin says, of course you need to talk to him, but be prepared for him to say things that might really hurt your feelings. But how can you expect to fix things and grow as a couple and heal if you don't have those hard conversations? Yeah, Justin, he is saying red flag and suggesting via text that he's working out for a new lady at the office he's interested in. So, um, I don't know. That's, that's not going to... Um, that's not going to help Olivia. Uh, but at the same time, you know, how can she find out? Like, I, I don't know if if that's something that's going to be easily found out. No, she's going to have to confront him and just ask him point blank. Like, listen, this is what I've noticed. All right. So what's going on? I know Olivia is not the first that's ever been in this situation. So what happened when it was your situation where this kind of mirrored you, uh, a situation that happened in your life? All right. 502-795-1997. That is our phone number. So Olivia's husband uh, got a new job. All of a sudden started to change. He started to take his appearance to a new level. And that is becoming a problem for her. Like she's wondering if she should be worried that he's cheating or if she's just reading too much into this, quote, new him that she's seeing. I uh, got a lot of um, comments from listeners like Tara who texts in, look, I don't think it's necessarily a cheating situation, though it's a, always a possibility. There might be people at the new job who themselves are more fit or in shape, and that's inspiring her husband. Everyone tends to take on tendencies of the people we spend the most time with. If his office buddies are gym rats, then it would make perfect sense in and of itself. So That is true. Yep. yep. Yeah, maybe he's just trying to like fit in with yeah. the people he's working with. Yeah, uh, 100%. Uh, Dave, what's your thought? There's a couple of things that could be going on here. Okay. It could be that this new job that he's got, he's more active at it, and he's realizing how out of shape he was, and that's why he's made the decision to start working out. That could be. She didn't allude to what kind of work he does. Yeah, you say at the office, maybe he's working in a factory and having to be really active. Yeah, like he had a desk job before, and now all of a sudden he's doing like 15,000 steps at his work, and he's like, man, I am tuckered out. Yeah, and also, I, not knowing the guy's age, but a friend of mine, he hit 40, and suddenly he just was like, you know what, no, I'm sick of not having visible abs, and he totally yes. changed everything about it. And that was his midlife crisis, was he got in shape. Not okay. because he wanted anybody other than for him. Right. And, but I mean, really, that could be the fact. she's not going to know unless she just asks him, like, what's behind she, this new motivation? Yeah, she absolutely has to talk to him. And as was mentioned, you know, he invited her to come work out with him. Yeah. You, you never know. He might have had a scare with a family member that had a heart attack. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, wait, I have these genes. For right. sure, yeah. And he wants to be healthy and be around forever. You know? sure. The only way to know is to talk about it. 
Yes. Dave, appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. No worries. Yeah, I think that's, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, why don't you just take him up on it? And I know you loathe the gym, according to you. But maybe there are, uh, you know, according, depending on the gym, there may be other things to do other than just, like, lift weights or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Amber says, yes, tell him your feelings. No, do not join him if you don't want to. No. If you think he's cheating based on any of this, might be time for some therapy for one or both of you. Good luck. Okay. All right. Well, well, we're, we're not going to know unless nah. we just ask him, like, hey, I've noticed you've got a new goal to get in shape and just wanted to know what, what's behind all this. Mm-hmm. And then if and she what's knows, her name? If she knows the answer, <laughs> then maybe she can decide. All right, I'm jumping on board with you, or at least have you know her mind at ease. Right, that it's nothing that he's falling out of love with her. Right, there's a new interest, all that. Sure, there there could be some insecurities there, and 100 when you see that sort of change in your partner. So, good luck, Olivia. And sometimes those hard conversations need to be had, but. The good news is it may reveal something that is like, you know what? This is manageable. I'm glad we got that out there. Now we can move forward. Exactly. So, all right. Keep us posted uh, there at 997DJX. That is group therapy. The Ben Davis and Kelly K Show on 997DJX. All right. From time to time, uh, listeners DM us at Ben and Kelly Show or send us text messages 502795. 1997 with their more random questions. And then we will determine whether or not, ah, you know what? That sounds normal. A lot of us do it or nah, you're kind of on an island there. You know, so we're going to create some new insecurities <laughs> for some people. <laughs> uh, so this, <laughs> yes, yes, Kelly. A yes, little bit, will. maybe. Uh, all right. From Becca, uh, is this normal? Uh, peeking out of the window to see if your neighbors are outside before walking out the front door. Yeah, no, I do that. I tend to wait even if I'm in a hurry. The time spent waiting for them to go back inside is nothing on the time I'll be held up talking if I risk it. (laughs) Oh, see, that's not why, though. I'm always looking to see oh if we're taking gosh. the dogs out. Are there going to be any walkers? Because our dogs are going to immediately run up and say hello. Oh, no. I'm not trying to avoid conversation. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I Man, I'm thinking about uh, leaving my house. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, I th- there was a time when we had uh, neighbors who would walk particular dogs uh, by our house. And then if we were, like, leaving to take our dog on a walk, we would wait and not necessarily for the dogs, but then we, we would get into a kind of a conversation with the, the, the neighbors also. And then right. it would just kind of, uh, everything would just kind of get bogged down. So yeah, we kind of did that too. So yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of normal, right? All right. Tim says, no, he says not normal. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. Afraid. Nobody does that, but you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, John says, hey, is this normal having code names with coworkers for when you have to take a dump, but you can't say it in an open office? <laughs> OMG. That, I don't know if don't, anyone's got workplace bathroom code. You don't want to say, quote, toilet to let others know what you're doing. So you, so we say, got vibes. Be back soon. Got vibes? <laughs> Catching vibes. <laughs> Hey, uh, I'm feeling some vibes coming on, so I'll see you in a little bit. Oh, that's great, man. Now, it, listen, if you tell the wrong person that, though, they can have some fun with that. You got to be careful who you trust with your vibe talk, uh, right? Don't you? Yeah, you know, I, you know, and, and I mean, we've we've gotten into uh, public bathroom conversation here on the show before, and I don't want to yeah. necessarily... Um, uh, belabor the topic now, but the whole, um, you know, the bathroom s- situation here at our work, uh, there are two stalls in the men's room and two urinals. So if the, if I go in and one of the urinals is being used, yeah, sure, I'll use the other urinal. If, uh, if I go in and one of the stalls is being used and I got to use a stall, a lot of times, I, back later? I will just turn face and, and I'll hit another floor. 
I'll go really, to another floor. It's a public service, though, right? You're I'll just go- trying to protect them from what might be happening. I'll go to another floor. Like, we're on the sixth floor, so yeah. I'll pop down to the fifth floor and see what's happening there. And, Everybody and, needs privacy. And there has been times when I have gone to three different floors, and there ha- serious? they have been used in every single one. And I'm like, and you know, your body knows I know, and when your it's go like, time. Yeah, hey. Like, when your body knows you're on your way in that direction, it's like, all right. Yep. And then it gets dire real yep. quick. I know. It's it? like, knock, knock. Let's go, buddy. Figure it out. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, see, listen, the, the one good thing about our bathroom, and I'm sure you, yours probably has the same thing as the um, automatic light. So, it's Oh, yeah. Like you can kind of see. Right. So right. if it's dark in there, you know you're the only you one. You know. Yeah. That's yeah, in there and yep. you're good to go. Yep. Uh, this is another one. A message from a listener. I have a favorite spoon for those with mismatched spoons. So a favorite spoon? So yeah, so if you don't have necessarily a complete collection or you have several different collections of silverware kind of uh, uh married together in one drawer, you have a favorite spoon. I I that I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I don't I, care. We we have a whole bunch of mismatched utensils like over the years. Don't care. Like that we're not super sticklers on making sure our utensils match okay all right they're all like silver so I wanna, that's good i want to get to oh wow didn't know we were rich kelly <laughs> oh not like real silver silver in color yeah, Got them at so Bed Bath Beyond, all of I think. mine are silver and when i and have them <laughs> and when i have them come and polish no, some of them won't be I'm as polished as other ones. any of my no it's not real silver uh we'll get to a couple more but here this one from leslie who says if i drop an animal shaped snack like a goldfish I throw it away. I throw away another one so it's not lonely. Come on now. So, Come on now. So like that if, is not normal. If, if, no. If you drop You're a little. You're sacrificing a perfectly good goldfish to get rid of the one you dropped on the floor? Yeah. So if you drop a little goldfish on the floor, you're like, oh, sorry, buddy. You got to go, go away. And then no. you're like, you know what? Here's a friend for you. Are we also flushing <laughs> it down the toilet? What is a, happening? Here's a friend for you. You know, no. I, I, I'm going to say that's no. not, that's not something that I typically would gravitate towards because nobody does that. I'm not necessarily throwing away the goldfish cracker that falls. No, on the floor. you're eating it off the floor. Yeah, yes, you are. I'm eating a thousand it. percent. I'm eating it off the floor. I mean, you eat pizza from the trash. So yeah, you're absolutely eating the goldfish oh, off shoot. the floor. Oh, and this one. All right. And this is the final one. And this one, um, in light of what happened over the weekend, I have always packed random things I might use to survive if my plane crashes on an island, like tweezers, a lighter. Tweezers and a lighter we're going to need on an island? I don't know. <laughs> well, the lighter might come in handy if you need to yeah. make a fire. I honestly, I don't I don't think about any of that stuff no. when, I, when I pack for a trip. I don't. Smart, though. I'm not hating on you. No, but no. I don't think not a lot of people do that. Not at all. All right. So if you've got any you want to add and, and let us uh, peel back the layer of your life and your uh, freak flag, you can always. Let us judge it. That's really what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, we're judging. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, at Ben and Kelly show on social media here on 99.7 DJX. Wake up and laugh. The Ben Davis and Kelly K show is on 99.7 DJX. At Ben and Kelly show DMs wide open. Got this one from Brady. Happy New Year, Ben and Kelly. Listen to your show all the time. Found the show a couple of years ago and have been hooked ever since. That Appreciate is so that. nice. Yeah. So here's my question. Been married to the love of my life for four years since we were both 25. Uh Last May, had a baby. Everything's great. That's not the problem. The problem is, since she's been very self-conscious about her body since giving birth, Mm -hmm. before the baby, she would gladly walk around the house in her underwear or even naked. Yep. She'd sleep naked. Yep. Didn't hide her body at all. It was great. We never even thought about it. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) He enjoyed that. You could tell. But since the baby, she's had trouble getting back to the weight she wants to be, which I don't care about, not even a little bit. I truly don't. She's still hurt, and she's still sexy and attractive, and yes, I see the difference, but it doesn't matter. She, on the other hand, wears baggy PJ pants to bed. We don't leave the lights on during adult time. Mm -hmm. If I look at her naked, which I do because, duh, she gets defensive and says, what are you looking at? Oh, it's a total 180 from what it was, and now it seems like a constant struggle for her to cover up and me to assure her it's fine. Okay. 
By the way, I know it's not all about how I feel, but about how she feels. Uh-huh. So how can I convince her that I still find her super hot? Mm. Thanks to both of you. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I'm not a woman. I don't know what that's like. And it's easy for me to go, well, you know, uh, just listen to your husband and believe what he says when he well, says, I, I know, I, I know, I, I, you know, you're hot. I, you know, nothing's bad. Nothing's wrong. I love you. You know, your body's great. All that. And Brady's doing and saying all the right. Things. It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that she's just not able to hear it right now is unfortunate. She's got to figure out and and find that for herself. See her own beauty, you know, post baby. We all got kind of, any of us that have had babies have had to deal with that. We're right. not the same afterwards. Yeah, your body changes. Not. Yeah. Yes. And it can be tough to see yourself in a new light if you were used to being a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that happens when you get older, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm it's a that's a tough call as far as like how what else he can do to help show her that, because it sounds like he's doing everything he knows how to do. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't think that's very helpful because I don't know what else to tell him. I don't know if there's a magic wand that he can just go, OK, and you're cured. Feel better about yourself. <laughs> right, right. Feel yeah. better. And we're done um, yeah. because I don't think that's the case. But, yeah, I mean, I know that. Uh, yeah. I mean, there is uh, there are plenty of avenues that you could suggest in that maybe there's some therapy that that can happen. Uh, But that could be hard to bring up, too, especially if you've got a newborn. Yeah. And I think, you know, what he needs to do is now just kind of sit down and tell her, say, listen, you know, I've I've noticed just a whole change in in your demeanor and i don't know how else to tell you mm-hmm. i love you i still think you're just as beautiful as you were before you know how you have to see that for yourself and i don't know how to convince you to see that so we need to figure out like how do you you need to figure out what you need to do to get your confidence back uh anybody been in this situation themselves and can offer up a little bit of their own personal experience as advice uh feel free to let us know your story 502-795-1997 i know there's not necessarily a magic wand cure all but at least a uh like a direction that you could point Brady in and say, Hey, and all is not lost. Here's what you can do. Here's, but, but I mean, if, if it were just Kelly and I, I I would echo what you said, Kelly. And I would just say, Hey, continue to be supportive can continue to just not get frustrated and all that stuff. She has to see it. She has to recognize the difference in her behavior and want to change it too. like, Mm -hmm. it's got to come from her first and foremost. Nobody can, can, can do that for her. All right, 502-795-1997. Got a DM from Brady ever since having uh, his baby. His wife has been self-conscious about her body, getting back to the body she used to have. So he's kind of wondering how he can convince her that he still finds her super hot, even when she doesn't see it herself. So that's a touchy, difficult sort of road to travel. Um, It sounds like he's doing everything right yeah, he's saying all the right things. She's just not hearing it. And so he's just now at a loss as to what else can I do to help her get her confidence back. Brooke from Bardstown says, good morning. Uh, just keep reassuring her. When mm-hmm. she asks, what are you looking at? Tell her I'm looking at your beautiful, sexy body. Keep reassuring yourself. Uh, it took me almost two years to lose my baby weight. Now, granted, I'm still bigger than I was before I got pregnant, but it's all good. Right. Uh, bigger chest, always a plus, LOL. <laughs> a trick I learned was enjoy your life every morning or night before you go to bed. Look in the mirror naked and tell yourself five things about your body that you love. Oh, wow. He's doing great. Keep it up. Wow. That's a, that's an interesting exercise. Yeah. I mean, but again, I- he's got to convince her to stop wallowing in whatever it is that she's upset about and try to figure out a way to see herself differently the way he sees her. Now, Heather, you've been in this situation. I've been in this situation. I've had three children. And the one thing that helped me was when I was feeling insecure, my husband would ask me, what would my insecurities would be? I would tell him what the insecurities were, and he ensured me that he felt me more because I'm the one who birthed his children. Mm-hmm. So that was the one thing that helped me was the reassurance that not only was my body different, 
but those in perfume, the things that I found that was what yeah. I, problematic to me reassured me that that's why he found me attractive was that I birthed his children. So Brady should just ask her specifically, what are you upset about? What What do you think is a flaw now? And maybe open the conversation yeah, like that. Yeah, an open conversation about what her flaws would be and then just reassure her that yeah. you birthed my child and all of those things are why I find you more sexy. Oh, that's good. Heather, thank like you. That. Thank you so much. Hey, Tony. What's going on? So uh, what's your thought on this? So, yeah, uh, I'm actually been in the same situation. My wife had a child. He's eight years old now, but uh, she had postpartum depression. She, you know, didn't feel good about her body. I recommended that we go talk to somebody, a therapist, together. And uh, she was on board with that. And I tell you what, it helped so much. Again, you know, we've been married 11 years, and so... Yeah, we had that little rough patch going through that, but therapy definitely helps talking to somebody. Oh, good. Well, maybe that is, you know, the the next step for them because right. it sounds like Brady's done everything he can do, but she, he's got to get her right. on board to want to change too. Right, and that's that's the biggest part of it. You know, just suggest something nicely. You ain't got to say, hey, I think we need therapy. Just be like, hey, babe, I think this would be a good idea if we did this. You know, go at it gently and you know, see right. what happens. Yeah, because you need to figure out how to love yourself. I can't love you for both of us. Right. That's right. You got to yeah. be. That's that's the biggest thing. That's just in general. That's just life. You yeah. got to yeah. love yourself. Otherwise, it's not, it's not going to be fun. Tony, yeah. appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Yeah, I love you guys. You're awesome. I uh, appreciate oh, it, man. Back. <laughs> I'm still thinking about Brooke's suggestion of looking at uh, yourself naked in the mirror and telling yourself five things about your body you love. Yeah, that can be that th- that can be tough when and, you're feeling really down about yourself. That's hard. I know, and I'm thinking, how could I do that without doing the helicopter to myself? Stop it! Stop! Stop! You know what? This exercise <laughs> is not for you. This exercise is not for you, sir. I don't think. First of all, I don't think it's necessary. I, mean, I think you're fine. We, you walk around naked all the time. <laughs> so I feel like there's no lack of confidence for you, sir. Well, I mean, everybody has their insecurities, Kelly. Uh-huh. Uh, Megan rolls in and says, I had a baby two months ago. And my fiance tells me how beautiful I am all the time. Now, uh, he's now more attracted to me after seeing me have his baby. And uh, as saying, maybe just ask her what she needs from him to make her love herself again. So, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think there are a lot of great suggestions here. And Brady, I mean, first of all, congrats on the, the new child. I know, uh, it can just be overwhelming when you have a brand new baby in the mix, uh, just with hormones and feelings and body types and the baby on top of that. I mean, so yeah, but you've been doing a very good job with how supportive you've been. But I mm-hmm. think maybe it's a good idea to ask her specifically what she's unhappy about. And then if, you know, she it sounds like you guys need to take the next step, maybe suggest, hey, why don't you talk to somebody to figure out how to love yourself and see yourself the way I do? All right. Well, hey, good luck with that. Thank you for reaching out uh, on 9970JX. Ben Davis and Kelly K Show on 99.7 DJX. All right, it's that time of the show where we find and investigate the oddities of the world and bring them to you in your stupid fact of the day. You ready, Kelly? I'm ready. All right, so your stupid fact of the day. Scientists have discovered an organism with a disappearing butt. O-M... Gee, what kind of an organism are we talking about? Now, you may be asking, how does comb or jelly work into this? Well, it's called the comb jelly, also known, a.k.a. as the warty comb jelly, or the sea walnut, or it's... sea walnut? Scientific name, which I can't really pronounce. Okay. But apparently this has a disappearing butt. What? Why? Do we know why? Like, when do we see the butt? Just when it's pooping? Well, yeah, exactly. And then when it's not, it, it goes away. Okay. There is no... In fact, it goes away to the point where there is no trace of it under the microscope. It is invisible. 
It has visible butt. So it is almost as if your body just closes up when it doesn't need to use it. And then it creates yes. a butt when it needs to let go of things. Yeah, so the sea walnut, a.k.a. the comb jelly, a.k.a. the warty comb jelly, has a disappearing butt. So do uh, I, I, I hate... You know my brain goes into logistics, right? Yeah, so what's your question? Fire them away. What does the poop look like? And if jellyfish are like, they're translucent, right? You kind of see right through them. So do you see the the poop being formed and then when it's well, I'd have to shot say that, out? Like, I, is there video? Well, I is would have to video? say that it's, it's yes, because, you know, when you see like a, a fish that doesn't have a you know that there are sometimes those translucent fishes and you can and you can see what's happening on the inside yeah same same with you know crabs and uh you know like those crawfish and things like that so okay. i would imagine that that's kind of the same <gasps> wait a second i clicked on the link right so the jellyfish has one opening so it's the mouth and the butt See, there's more knowledge to be had. I am thanking the good Lord that he designed us differently. That, that. I'm, I'm real happy about that. I'm real happy about that. Can we just have, a, this is an appreciation for our design that we did not have that model, right? Yeah, so stupid fact of the day, scientists oh have discovered the warty comb jelly or the sea walnut, the comb jelly, has a disappearing butt. Okay, but maybe and we can also find it also, when it eats. Yeah, let, let's let's also be thankful that uh, we don't use the same hole for in... And vice versa. Yeah, yeah, for, oh. for input and output. Thank you. <laughs> To the good Lord uh-huh. for All that right, design go. choice. That is Because your... that model was not going to be great for us. Well, we wouldn't know any better, so. Wait, we wouldn't, but oh, okay. All right, so there you go. That <laughs> is. <laughs> Wait a second. I don't. Okay. This learning just went so many different places. There is there is video. Yeah. I've, I've got it for you. WDJX.com. You should probably investigate it further. And also, just again, appreciate the little things in life. Okay? <laughs> the little things. All right. There you go. Like that is our your divine design. Stupid fact of the day there on 99.7 DJX. Jack Harlow, 99.7 DJX. Good morning. Ben Davis, Kelly K Show. Let's get to a feel good. Do this every hour throughout the morning. Kelly K. Brought to you by friends at Hemptopia. This story is getting some national attention. It's pretty great. A newborn who was surrendered to the fire station there on River Park Drive in May of 22 in a, uh, in 2022 in a shoebox has been adopted by the family who fostered him for over 500 days. Nice. His name is Samuel. Uh, Brittany and Chris Tyler gave him that name because of a Bible story. They said in the book of one uh, for Samuel, Hannah prays to God that she'd be able to have a son. And he granted what she had asked to have. She named him Samuel. So that's why we named him Samuel. Now, this is not their first rodeo. They've fostered 17 kids, adopted three. They'd been trying for a baby for a while. wasn't working out. They were looking at adoption through an agency. It was just so pricey, so that's why they turned to fostering. They wanted to be able to help and have babies in their home, and they found out about Samuel by watching the news. And they've actually held on to the shoebox that their son was given to the fire station in and a note from the biological mother that said she loved him and wanted him to have a good life. We love her and, and cherish her for, and thank God for her, uh, for, for, what that, for what she did for, for Sam. We love him and we love her as well because she, she, she did a, a completely selfless thing for Sam. He is one and a half now. He is hilarious. <laughs> it's just really a journey complete, if you will. It's hard to imagine that he fit in this box. Yeah. He's so big now. Wow. Isn't that cool? 
Assistant Louisville Fire Chief, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Bobby Cooper, says that the city's fire stations are going to install more climate-controlled safe haven baby boxes because of Samuel's case, you know, having to be hand-delivered to the mm-hmm. firefighters. And they know that it may that might have been deterring people, more people, from doing it because they didn't want to face maybe judgment sure. of having to hand a baby over, saying, I can't care for it anymore. So the uh, there's going to be more of those to come. Just a, a great story. You can see it on our website at WDJX.com. It's Ben and Kelly. Good morning, 99.7 DJX. All right, setting the bar time. Kelly, this is... Examples of what not to do or situations we hope you don't find yourself in. Look, normally in this segment, we uh, highlight people who are like criminals or are committing a crime or something like that, right? Kind of a stupid criminal type story. But this is not... And it's wild to think that this debate is still happening in 2024, um, but this time in Italy. Because it has been a long debated topic in American culinary dialogue. But if you can manage to make it through the day without adding pineapple to your pizza, when you're a pizzeria in Italy, you're doing okay. Listen, that's a stamp of approval. If Italy's doing it, it's legit. Well, so this is not, we're not even focused on Americans talking about this. This is the fact that it's 2024 and they are just now discovering pineapple on pizza in Italy. That it's delicious. That's right. They're bringing it to the homeland. Naples Pizzeria added pineapple. Yep. And Italians are freaking out. Yeah, well, Naples, like, made up pizza, right? They invented pizza, so they are the pizza authority. So if they're doing it, then it's fine. It's legit. It's delicious. So Gino is his name. (laughs) Gino, the genius Uh, for putting pineapple on pizza, finally. Yeah, added pineapple um, to the menu, created kind of a cheese and basil and pineapple pizza with no tomato sauce. So and, good. And people are up, some are up in arms and some, like in America, are discovering, you know what? Pineapple on pizza ain't bad. Exactly. Listen, there are some of us that have been on board with the Hawaiian pizza For years. Yes. They're, they haven't even added the ham yet over there, have they? But they will. And they're going to be like, yes. Yeah, so I guess that is in the controversial pizza topping category for Italy. Uh, But there are other toppings that have been in that category that are now accepted, including pistachios, powdered olives, which I don't know how those are different than just regular olives. No, my dad loves him some olives on pizza, though. Yeah, well, olives on pizza has always been kind of a thing. Right. Of but, course. But powdered olives, I don't know what those those are. I don't know are. what that means either. And mozzarella foam. Mozzarella foam? Yeah, those were all controversial pizza toppings that are now accepted in the in the motherland in Italy that uh I need well, to see this mozzarella foam. Yeah, I don't know if that's like the the foam that is created when you're trying to make mozzarella cheese. I don't know, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know, but the Italians. The pineapple is on pizza. Yeah, the Italians are, are are like, what is this? Why yes. you gotta bring in your mama's heart? Oh, it's delicious. Why yeah. we wait so long? I know, and it just like it boggles my mind that they are just now discovering and having these conversations that I feel like we've had in our culinary dialogue for I, decades. Yes, I feel like that's actually been on the internet as a debate. I know, for a, a long time. A very spicy debate right. for a long time. Like how they're just now like, well, you know what, let's try that. Yeah, well, welcome let's Italy. What we think. Welcome Italy to the conversation. There you Italy, go. Italy enters the chat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What do you mean pineapple on pizza? <laughs> this is so great. Better late than ever. Welcome aboard. I know. All right, so we'll, we'll tweet out the story. You can read more about it. At Ben and Kelly show on 9970JX. Nine nine seventy JX. Funny, we were just talking about the Golden Globes. She actually won a Golden Globe for that song for uh from the Barbie movie. And you know, it was exactly a year ago almost that we were shown the movie, and I was very, very miserable and depressed at the time. 
And writing that song kind of saved me a little bit. And a year later, and here we are, and it's really surreal. I feel incredibly, incredibly lucky, incredibly lucky and grateful. And you guys scare the living hell out of me, everyone in this room. But <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. This means the world. I mean, what an intimidating crowd that, that would be for someone who's not used to winning awards for TV movies. You know what I yes. mean? Right. So. Yeah. And her outfit was, was interesting. Wasn't the typical uh, <laughs> gown that you would see. Right. At the fancy Golden Globes. Right. Very Billie Eilish there. All right. Yes. Um, if you missed anything from the show, you can always catch up on the podcast, WDJX.com. Uh, a couple different situations from listeners uh, that we were trying to kind of uh, figure out uh, how to move forward with Brady's wife and uh, her postpartum body. He's doing everything that he knows how to do. He's doing and saying all the right things. It's just not landing yeah, on yeah. her ears. Yeah. And, and her, she's not happy with her postpartum body and uh, he's trying to convince her that you know she's she is what she is and you know then group therapy we uh talked to olivia and and she her husband got a new job and now all of a sudden he's working out and she's like ah am i missing a red flag here yeah is- he wants me to do it with him but i'm like now yeah yeah and it <laughs> and it's interesting because we did we have gotten messages from people who were like you know what that is a red flag because that actually happened to me where my girlfriend was uh, working out all of a sudden and then trying to impress someone else. Trying, and then it turns out she was trying to impress someone else. So uh, we don't want to um, cause more drama than there needs to be. But no, uh, but she just needs to ask, you yep. know, what the motivation behind it really is. Yep. There you go. So it's all there. If you missed it, WDJX.com. Click listen. What else, Kelly? Um. That was rough. The first Monday, first Monday working in the new year, right? I know this is going to be a five day work week for a lot of people, and that's going to be tough to to swallow. That is so tough to muster through, but we got you, fam.